0: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, I know their works and their thoughts, and I come to gather nations of every language. They shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them. From them, I will send fugitives, fugitives to the nations to Tarshish, Put, and Lud, Masak, Tobal, and Javan, to the distant coastlands that have never heard of my fame or seen my glory. And they shall proclaim my glory among the nations. They shall bring all your brothers and sisters from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, on horses and in chariots, in carts, upon mules and dromedaries, to Jerusalem, my holy mountain, says the Lord, just as the Israelites bring their offering to the house of the Lord in clean vessels. Some of these I will take as priests and Levites, says the Lord. reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, you have forgotten the exhortation addressed to you as children. My son, do not disdain the the discipline of the Lord, or lose heart when reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. He scourges every son he acknowledges. Endure your trials as discipline. God treats you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? At the time, the all discipline seems a cause not for joy, but for pain. Yet later it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. So strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Make straight paths for your feet, that what is lame may not be disjointed, but healed. Verbum Domini.
1: secundum Jesus pass through towns and villages teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. (laughs) Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master, of the house has arisen and locked the door Then you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door to us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. Verbum Often and again, in the scriptures, we learn that God's ways are not our ways; that His plans and paths follow another standard and that standard is, is himself. That God is always true, is always faithful to who he is. This prophecy of Isaiah 66 would have been deeply scandalizing to the Jewish people. Guess it's good and fine if other nations make pilgrimage to Jerusalem if they stay in the outer court of the temple depositing their gifts of silver and gold on their way in but to make the priests and the levites for them to make pilgrimage to Jerusalem that's too far that they would that would now require a new law a new revelation of god so yes they in Isaiah 66 they are in exile but as we we don't have much problem today thinking this, but that the priests themselves would need salvation, that they themselves would be outside this new form of worship and coming uh, and entering in a new way uh, into salvation. So for the nations to flow into Jerusalem, or to go up to Jerusalem, that is um, synonymous with salvation in the Jewish mind. God desires all men to be saved, all to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. So what brings all this together is our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who teaches us in a beautiful way, and in his, uh, in his passion above all, but in many of his teachings, if really all, That God's ways are not our ways. That God himself would choose to humble himself, uh, entering into obedience even unto death, death on the cross. And this is what glorifies humility, poverty. Uh, So it brings God's design to fruition. That the way and the truth and the life of this new great High priest, not of the Levites and not of the family of Aaron, that he would institute a new covenant in his own blood, offering not others, but offering his very self uh, for the salvation in order to institute a new sacrifice, a new place where all come equally uh, before him in the most. Holy Eucharist. So even during his earthly life, many came to him seeking miracles, a word of comfort, crying, Lord, Lord, yet they did not follow him. You know, it's, it's frightening when, when we think about that, that many came, Jesus says, you know, m- many say, I did righteous." deeds in your name and the Lord says at that time I do not know you that this um, you know this deep uh, we often want to do little things and be pleasing to God and yet God who desires all who is a consuming fire that has to be um, the fire which has to come into, uh, not just inflame the outside, but the whole of the wood, that we would be turned uh, to ashes uh, before him. So Jesus repeats this frightening phrase. I do not know where you are from. To those who believe that just because they are of a certain race, you know, so the Jewish people, as I was saying before, would you know say where the other people have gone, and so you know we don't have to worry, eat, drink, and be merry? Uh, that they don't have to worry now from the north and south, east and west, they will come and recline. So, this is a prophecy, this is a promise of salvation. So does our Lord really answer the question as usual? He redirects our inquiries uh, from concern for others you know we're very concerned about others their salvation and in both in a positive and negative sense we become obsessed with others and our Lord has in in the gospel you know that very um, in itself uh, uh, a paradoxical question, uh, challenging gospel, you know don't look, you look to the splinter in your brother's eye and forget the plank in your own that we, we struggle very much uh, even with that question okay, when is when is the, when is the log taken out? <laughs> I don't know you know, so we're constantly having to go back to our Lord Uh to burn that out you know that that to submit that to our our loving father who disciplines us you know who helps uh take take those things away from us so jesus says uh strive you strive and it's uh he says to them but the the ver- the verb is sing- singular you strive to enter through the narrow gate. That as usual, he redirects our inquiries from others to the individual, to the self, to uh, the heart. So the presumption is that because they made their way with him, they would not have to work out their salvation in fear and trembling. And Judas Iscariot being a clear argument to the contrary that Not that we are to be scrupulous or or to be fearful. Indeed, we should have an intense, immense trust in him. And too often in our prayers, we're so concerned with our own sinfulness, our own own needs, the needs even of others, that we lose uh, so much time and so so much fruit and become so discouraged because we do not focus which should be our primary focus on adoration, on the love of God for us, on what God has done for us, his mysteries, his love even for others, to remind them of his love for others. Um, and so we, we, we lose hope because we're, we're focused on ourselves, not on the goodness of God, on his great mercy, on his great goodness, that. Again, he he says the rulers of this world make their authority felt, you know. And Jesus, Jesus says the ruler of this world is cast out, and he who is king, um, with with his blessed mother, who he celebrated as queen, uh, that their ways are are much different. Yes, as as um, the second reading says, and in times this this authority is felt, but this is the authority of, of parental love, of care for us. So to to spend much more time in adoration and of love for his passionate love for us. Um, so that should always, uh, that I like, to say should always be first recognizing his presence above all or in, in, in a, in a uh, beautiful way uh, for us in the most holy Eucharist and then spending time affirming that love he has for us irregardless of, of which comes before anything we've done our own righteousness and yet in that will challenge us you know but spending time acknowledging and adoring uh, his precious love for us. So this is the hope of our frail nature, which we express variously, is that God will bend to us. And we do this both in a, a, a helpful sense and also in a negative sense that because his ways are far too intimate to allow a simple formula or an empty show to suffice. So as in John, he is the gate that we must enter through him, that is through his blood, that we must be able to recognize his voice, to be where he is living in his house, to be his servants and his friends. So cursory knowledge, partial encounters, momentary graces, Poorly appropriated, all these fail to transform the whole. And so this is again, we lose sight of that this is a lifetime venture. That God, who is infinite, and we who are frail and finite, that there will always be God will always be the more, and God will always have to both uh, tear down and build up uh, our understanding, our our love, our 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 own our own strengths and our weaknesses. So our Lord is a master teacher who deflects the tendency uh, to judge and condemn others in favor of an exalted image of self, to immediately assume that we are uh, the few. And uh, so he says of those who are sure of their own righteousness before God, depart from me you evildoers remember this is from matthew 25 you know when when he's um, speaks about you know what um, you know they say when did we see you um, naked and and hungry and imprisoned and not care for you Um, so we are called to a great trust, we are called to a great experience of love, and we are called to constantly meditate in our hearts like Our Lady on these great mysteries of our Lord. And in these, we are challenged to our very depths not to become satisfied with ourselves, And that's, these are different things than to say that we are not to have a healthy and proper self-confidence, but one that is built up upon um, the image and likeness of God within us. Um, so it's not when our Lord says that we are to hate, hate ourselves, um, that it's not a, a tearing down of, of who we are in our inner being because that um, is, in many ways, a depreciation of, of love, of who God is, that He has created us uh, to be with Him. So, and that He Himself loves us. So. so, along this way, is this life without pain or sorrow? No. So, his, we learn from His example that he himself gives us this great commandment that we are to love not just as we love ourselves or as we hope to be loved, but as he himself has loved us. So God is not satisfied with a partial sharing of life, um, but desires that uh, deep and abiding conversion and one which is built upon the love which we receive from him And we receive that love, that grace, that strength, above all, daily as we pray for our daily and um, super substantial bread in the Most Holy Eucharist. And I I just don't know what people do without the Eucharist, of course without confession, but that this great sacrament of love, where that fiery love of God comes and dwells within us, that we are set on fire from within that we are transformed from within scooping out you know all that uh, is not of god purifying all that is not of god uh, in day by day growing in that knowledge in that love of god which helps us to overcome our frailties help us to overcome uh, the discouragements of this life knowing that It is all for a greater love and for a love that will be enduring and unassailable uh, in heaven.